Welcome to the Watch Quant Podcast, where we look at watch markets backed by numbers. On this podcast, we're here to help you make smarter decisions about your watch purchases. Because we see your timepieces not just as accessories, but as crucial parts of your portfolio. And this is not the Hodinkee podcast. As much as we love Hodinkee, we're not going to talk about the beauty of watches and go deep on the caliber, although all of that is wonderful. Uh, instead, we will dive deep into the watch markets, the prices, what's going on, what you might want to consider looking at um, if you're interested in value or if you're interested in speculating we'll never tell you what to do but we will always do our best to help you spot surprisingly undervalued pieces overpriced volatile watches uh, we'll focus on market specifics and the drivers behind what makes the prices move we'll focus on the macro view and everything that you need to know if you care about the markets behind the watches All of that being said, this podcast is not investment advice. Everything we say is based on objective data and subjective opinion. Therefore, since we're not your investment advisor, please take absolutely nothing we say to heart and please make absolutely no shopping decisions or investment decisions based on what we say alone. Okay, thank you so much for joining us. On the last podcast, we talked about some of the watches that myself and one of my mentors another watch trader named matt uh, saw as value we talked about the black dial portuguese solid gold beautiful rose gold watch that is trading just about sixty five hundred dollars today and it's well under msrp it's about one third of the msrp of that watch but that's besides the point the intrinsic value of that watch is over five thousand dollars of the gold So when you see that little of a delta between the gold value of a watch and the actual value of a watch when it's also that beautiful, if you've ever seen this watch, uh, you should go to watchquant.com and check it out. It's the 371402 is the white dial. I believe the 05, 371405 is the black dial that we were talking about. All of them are quite undervalued at this point, according to our uh, watchquant rating. Now, um... So we talked about that last week. This week and today, we'll be talking about our weekly Top Movers Index, which had 10 watches this week, and some surprising moves and some not-so-surprising moves. Our watch to watch this week is the new two-tone GMT Master II Jubilee Band, and it's the first time they've done this Jubilee Band on GMT Master in many years. So this watch had some speculation around it that it would be trading for a lot more than most of the GMTs. Well, this week we saw a big move and stick around to find out exactly what that move is and why we think it happened. Okay, so welcome to the podcast. Let's get into it. All right, so welcome in everyone. And today, May 20th, 2023, we will be going over the watches of the week, the top movers, and we'll be talking about 10 watches this week, one of which we saw move a ton in one week. Um, now I wasn't surprised about this move and we're going to talk about it at the end, uh, but it was a lot and some people might've lost a little bit of money on this one, but let's talk about it as we get through this. So top movers of the week, 
Usually we talk about the watch of the week first. Today we're going to talk about the constituents of the index. So there's 10, 10 watches in this week's index, and they are as follows. The Audemars Piquet Royal Oak Offshore Diver Stainless Steel 15720. The Rolex GMT Master 2 126718 GRNR. That's the new, uh, that's the, the brand new one in solid gold. We had the Rolex OP39. That's the beautiful blue dial with the green, um, with the green indicators in the corners. And that one was an interesting watch to see this week on our on our list. Um, as always, we have a white gold Daytona. Somehow make it on every time. This time it was the 116509. We saw a huge move in the Omex. Omex Omega Speedmaster Racing Coax, and this is a chronograph. It's like that honeycomb panda chronograph with the wide eyes. It's really cool looking watch. It's beautiful up close. Um, totally different in person, and really, really low pr low price. Even after this week's massive move, let's talk about that in a minute. We have the uh, Royal Oak Offshore Forty Three, the Two Six Four Two Zero. RO and this is a solid gold case. Uh, it's a diver as well, chronograph and beautiful watch. Um, interesting one though to see this week on this list the way it is. Okay, we have another one, the Patek Philippe Aquanaut, and it's the one five one six four stainless steel. And then we have the Batman GMT. This is the one one six seven one zero. So this is our twenty twenty model, a little bit older. Uh, the caliber is a little older, and um, we saw an, an okay move on this one. Interesting to talk about. And finally, one that we actually had two weeks ago as our watch of the week then is the Royal Oak Offshore Chronograph 26405 Ceramic. And this is a beautiful watch that I love then, but we had to sadly report on its downfall as it took a really big dive two weeks ago. This week, we see it stabilize, and we'll start there. So... Two weeks ago, we had that this watch, and it went from, if we look at our watch to watch, by the way, if you want to look and follow along with me, which I think you should do if you actually want to get much out of this podcast, you can go straight to watchquant.com and click on watch to watch. It's right at the top. It's free. You don't even have to sign in to access it, okay? If you do so, and you look at just below, you'll see the actual watch of the week. That's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about a watch from two weeks ago, and it's the... 26405 CE, you'll see it, it's the, the bright dark green line, okay? And you see that watch just go straight up over the course of three or four years. I think we, we track back about three, three and a half years. We don't track back as, much, as far as some uh, charting softwares do because, well, we are doing our best to get all of the data. It's just we don't have all of it yet, so we're working on it. Anyhow, you will see on that chart a huge drop off. Uh, it peaked out, if, uh, unlike most of, most watches, which peaked out in March of 2022. We see this this watch actually continue up because it's such a cool looking watch, and it didn't peak until February, actually January 27, 23. So it just peaked on January 27, 23. Then it saw pretty steep uh, step stone down until finally we see. Two weeks ago, at the beginning of May, or end of April, beginning of May, it just drops like a, like a rock and goes from 30, about 34 down to, where are we here, about 32, I'm sorry, not 34, <laughs> what was I saying, 44 down to 30, 
32. So huge drop, 25% drop over the course of uh, really two weeks. And we saw it this week, um, thank goodness I'd say, stabilize. So slightly up this week. Now we did see a, a, a snapshot swing. And that means basically what we do with these top movers is, and the reason why these usually make it onto our list is because these are the ones that show up as something that moved a lot in, in a week or something that was traded many, many times. It changed hands more times than usual, or it showed up on our hype charts, meaning lots of people were talking about it. In this case, we see this guy uh, popping up on our liquidity and the hype charts, meaning somebody started talking about this watch. This week, it had a lot of media attention somewhere um, in the internet sphere. So. Uh, it did pop up with a $2,000 snapshot swing. That's this. That's the the high to low of the week was a negative $2,000. We saw a $27,000 period start and a $25,000 extreme snapshot. But the average price uh, was $27,496, which is actually five, almost $500 more than the, the period begin. In other words, even though we saw an insider extreme change of seven negative seven percent, I know this might be a little confusing we do see the average move and that's inclusive of all things all um transactions that we that we've been able to track during this period of actually a percentage of one 1.81 1 to the positive side so while we see the extreme stuff which is our clickbait title this watch went down 7.4 percent one week it's not really true that was just one of the trades and it's important to point out the outliers right this, this is a watch that depending on when it goes in an auction, depending on who's looking at it and when, it could, it's volatile. I mean, you know, you could see this thing drop 7% or you could see the average price, which is what we're looking at importantly here of a positive 1.81% gain on the week. In either case, we see today's market price at 30K, or see our insider price at 27.5K, which tells me that we're still at a delta from the generalized market of a negative which says, hey, this is probably stabilizing because that negative is less than 10% in total. It's, a, it's, a, it's about 10% it's about away from the actual mean market price today um, to the downside. But considering how fast this was moving down two weeks ago, today it, it going up 1.81% in the course over the course of a week that sounds like stabilization to me. So we have this we have this valued specifically at undervalued and slight uptrend. Um, usually when you see those two together, undervalued and slight uptrend, if you can picture that in your mind on a chart, it means that the actual intrinsic value of the watch is something along the line, and the MSRP of the watch, the demand for the watch is high enough, the amount of people out there mentioning it and talking about it and wearing it is high enough that it is considered undervalued at the price of 27500 and that it is actually on a slight uptrend now from its bottom this week at 25. So because that's the case for us, it's a buy. But as I said before, and I'll say it again, do not take our advice simply because we say so. Check it out for yourself. Okay, on to the next one. We see the Batman, and this is our 2020 Batman, the 116710BLNR. This is up 10% on the week, huge move to the upside for a steel watch. And, um, you know, my, my underlying assumption has been that steel watches are going to see a major correction. Now, over the last two and a half, three weeks, we've seen them correct. 
pretty considerably. This watch was trading at $21,000. I saw it going, you know, for $22,000. Just just like a a couple months ago, we looked at the chart on this. I think it was probably well, well above that at the peak. Today, we see it at the extreme all the way down to $15,000. And today's market price is $17,400. Not a bad average. But the insider average, that means the, the stuff that we're covering, the stuff that you probably don't see that see out there unless you're paying good money or you are a dealer of some sort, the average there is 15500 meaning that the insider change was 10% positive. So this watch has stabilized. It's seen uh, a couple of big swings, even during the week, um, pretty bad in, you know, all the way down to 15,000 on one of these trades, but guess what? You know, it's stabilized and actually gone up quite a bit like the other, like the last watch we just talked about. And right now we have this rated as an outperforming watch on a considerable uptrend. Now, does that mean it's a buy for us? No, actually it means for me, I would not buy this at $17,500, which is about the market price today personally, because I'd rather be going forward at the $15,000 level where I know it can go. Not that it always will and not that it should, but that it can go for $15,000. At, at the $15,000 level, and by the way, we have a feature on WatchQuant wherein you can click the price check button. And if you were to type in $15,050, which is the extreme snapshot we saw this week, you will see how we value that with this watch and its paradigm. So let's take a look at that real quick because I just actually want to take a look at what that says. So if you click into the Batman 116710 and then click on price check, it says overpriced at 16,000. But if we bring it all the way down to 15,000, it goes, actually it's still overpriced. So <laughs> I guess at the end of the day, you know, when you MSRP for 9,200 or around $10,000, it's hard not to be overpriced as a steel watch because there's just not that much intrinsic value in this watch as a completely steel watch. It's a beautiful watch. It's a cool watch. It's got a lot of hype and demand, which is why we do not have it uh, as overpriced in the insider um, top movers. But in our regular watch quant data, we do have it considered overpriced or outperforming when you take into account the amount of demand out there. So because the amount of demand is high this week, we see it in the outperformance, but that means to me nothing because even though there's a lot of demand for this watch, chances of making money at 17500 is very low. Instead, we'd rather hang tight and wait for this watch to do something else. That's our personal take on this beautiful watch, although it is cool. It's also the older version of the watch, and there's more demand for the Batgirl, the, um, the Jubilee, and, uh, and the newer version of this watch, period. Okay, let's get back to it. Back to our watch to watch here. Okay, so what's up next? What's up next is the Patek Philippe Aquanaut. Okay, so this is the 5164 stainless steel, the 5164A. It went down 2.83%. Not not all that much. But what we've seen over the past few weeks with Patek across the board, even in their precious pieces, is a small downtrend, but but consistent downtrend. So Seen pieces, except for a couple of really, really high-end pieces up at the really high-end collector level, at the $200,000 level, those pieces have stayed stable and gone up a little bit. I think that that's pretty clear why that's the case. 
because there are a lot of really, really big money people who need alpha in their portfolio. And if you, if you don't know what alpha means, it essentially just means, hey, most portfolios, if you look at um, somebody's portfolio of investments, are correlated across the board in some way. So it's really hard to find an asset in your portfolio worth any, any liquid money. Like everything is any everything that's really liquid and real estate, by the way, is not really liquid. Right? It's hard to sell sell real estate quickly. Watches are more liquid than real estate by a long shot. Plus, they can be moved easily. So watches are quite a bit more liquid than real estate, although sometimes they do sell for just as much as a house will, like some of these uh, Patek Philippe's. The really high end Patek Philippe's have actually seen stable prices, if not an increase in prices, but most of the Patek Philippe's down under $100,000 in MSRP have seen considerable corrections, especially the steel ones. We see this continue, but the correction has not been nearly as bad as those in, in the Audemars Piquet, uh, which have seen really bad uh, corrections over the last two weeks. Again, you know, just to reiterate, this week we are seeing uh, a little bit of a stabilization in the ceramic piece um, that we just covered. But uh, in this Patek Philippe Aquanaut, we are seeing a slight downtrend this week, um, and it's still rated as overpriced. Why is it rated as overpriced? Well, the insider price is 73000 Today's market price is 95000 It's a huge delta. And, um, you know, seeing seeing a steel watch at like this, this beautiful watch, it's obviously one of the one of the nicest watches in the world. You know, the travel time, Aquanaut, gorgeous. I mean, I'd love this. I'd love to have this watch. I don't have this watch personally. But it's overpriced because at the end of the day, the intrinsic value of this watch is only tops a couple thousand dollars. Now, there's a lot of hype, a lot of demand, and this is a piece of artwork. When you see it in person, when you when you actually hold it, when you have it on the wrist, it's, it's like it's like nothing you've ever touched, held before. At the end of the day, we're still not going to betray our 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 intrinsic morals, which tell us to tell the truth. And the truth about this watch is, just like a Picasso, which is why we don't just think about intrinsic value when we talk about pricing for watches. We talk about everything that has to do with the watch price, right? Which means the demand, the hype, and all of that. But even taking that into account, because the demand and the hype have actually gone down quite a bit over the last few months since the correction watches started in 2022, uh, Patek Philippe in particular, because it went up so far in 2022, these watches are correcting. Now, the steel watches, you know, correcting more a little bit more than the gold watches in general. But yeah, down 2.83% on, uh, on the Intel. We see the extreme change, meaning there was one watch at least that sold for $73,500. This particular watch is, is one of those you don't really see go that low. So that was a huge move on the, on the actual extreme change, but the average change, meaning taking all transactions into account for the week, only 2.83%, so not all that bad. We have it rated as overpriced on a slight downtrend. Does that mean much to us? No, it means basically uh, if you have it, you probably hang on to it. Um, it might go down a little further, and um, you know, it's but but it doesn't seem like it's going all that fast. That's okay with us. And uh, if you don't have it, is it a target for us? No, it's not. But uh, again, not investment advice here. We're simply covering the market. Okay, what's next? Beautiful Audemars Piguet, um, Royal Oak Offshore. 26420RO, excuse me. This is a rose gold piece, absolutely gorgeous piece. And sadly, we do see a massive undertaking here where somebody actually, I, I say lost, lost this piece for $55,000 because 
This is the ceramic uh, bezel, not the, not the rubber bezel, if I'm not mistaken. And we have it as a, a today's market price of $61,000. Somebody, somebody sold it for 55. So that's a pretty big, uh, pretty big price swing. So yeah, I mean, what can you say? You know, it, this, this has been moving down quite a bit um, with the other APs. It's not all gold, you know, this isn't a brick by, by any means. Um, but yeah, the prior period was 72,494. This period average ended up at 63,000 and the extreme low was 55,000. So somebody got a great deal out there. I think 55,000 is a great deal. We have this rated as undervalued, but also avoid slash warning. So what does that mean? It means, hey, when you take price and value, intrinsic value, when you take the brand, demand, hype, and all the rest of it, and you put it all together, this thing's undervalued at 55K and at 61K. But we put an avoid warning on it because it's dangerous to catch a falling knife in real life and in markets as well, period. Uh, that's the end of what we will say on this particular watch. Beautiful watch, and um, I would love to have one. Just not going to go and try to call it catch a falling knife right now. Okay, now on to the Omega we talked about just a moment ago. We saw a large insider change on this. Now, this is a $9,500 MSRP watch. It's the Omega Speedmaster Racing Coaxial Chronograph. Long-ass name with a long-ass number behind it. 326.32.40.50.04.001. Omega, what's up with you, man? Um, there's no wonder to me that why these guys have a hard time selling watches because, honestly, could you make it any more complicated to try to figure, figure out which watch you want to buy? Um, okay, <laughs> whatever. Uh, they're not listening to me, so why do, I, why do I even bother? This is a cool watch. It's beautiful. It's a panda watch, so it's a white dial with black with black eyes. It's gorgeous. It's got yellow hands. It has a their new movement in it, and it's got like honeycomb sort of um, sort of finish on the dial. It's just an epic watch. I, I probably should look into it and see all the rest of the details on it because it's probably more epic than I'm even giving it credit for. But it's gorgeous. We saw. Um, an insider extreme, meaning the high price we saw this week was at $3,400, which is pretty high for this watch, although there are listings out there today at around that price too. Um, it's rare to see it sell for that much. So the, today's price, $2,777. So, um, you know, 20, $2,775, it's, it's almost $3,000. Uh, the insider average is $2,800. So if you get it for around $2,700, $2,800, that, that should be pretty good. Uh, it should be a good price. For us, though, you know, seeing it go up 40% in one week as the extreme, seeing it go up on average 15%, again, the difference is the extreme is simply from low to high or from high to low. The insider average is all transactions taken into account averaged together. So this is this went up 15% this week, which is a considerable move. That is why we actually have it rated as undervalued and extreme upswing warning <laughs> so just like you don't like to catch a falling knife it's also dangerous to sometimes in markets in all types of markets sometimes it's dangerous to try to buy after something spikes so much uh, that's called a price extreme and when you see price extremes i'm just you know i'm the guy who who sells that you know you just fade that um, not always and you know that's been proven wrong a million times right you look at bitcoin Oh, it goes up from 1,000 to 16,000 and people are going to fade that? Well, too bad. You, you know, you missed out on the, the, the time it went to 35,000 and beyond. Okay, but, um, but generally, and, and that could be the case with this watch. It's a beautiful watch. I don't see any reason why this watch shouldn't trade closer to MSRP at 9,500. 
but you know this low at a $2,800 average um, at a market price of 2777 even at the insider extreme high of 3400 compared to MSRP is pretty low. So we do have it rated as undervalued. The hype was there this week. It had a lot of hype this week, lots of talk about it. I'm not sure where that came from, but definitely a lot of talk about this watch this week um, out on the interwebs. And um, yeah, there was a good move, good moves for it. So I think it at auction, uh, at auction went for $3,400. And then you have to also add fees onto that because those auctions are not free. So somebody paid pretty well for this, uh, for this watch, a beautiful watch. And um, good job, Omega, on this one. It's our first time, their first time making it onto our movers list. So whoever got that watch, great job. Um, I don't expect that they, they will be able to get the money out of it right now, but it is undervalued as far as we're concerned. Even though it's undervalued, it's still one of those timely upswing, extreme upswings where it's like, hey, if it's going to sustain the $3,400 level or you know, $28,000, $3,000 level, that's fine. But I'm just not getting into it the same week as it got there, right? You can give it a little time and see if it does bounce. And when I say bounce in this case, I mean bounce to the downside. Okay, the next one up. This is an undervalued uptrend watch, uh, the 116509. This is the Rolex Daytona. So the white gold Daytona has been on our list every week in some shape or form. Last week it was um, on the 519. That's the Oyster Flex bracelet. This is the actual white gold bracelet, so solid gold watch, MSRP very high, $45,000 MSRP. Uh, the Insider Extreme snapshot was 38000 so that it actually went quite a bit down this week. It's negative 11% extreme change, so that's the from top to bottom went down 11%, pretty huge low, so somebody got a great deal there. Um, but it's important to point out that the actual Insider average move, taking all transactions into account it went up this week for set four percent so just slightly up which is to be expected for this watch given its msrp and its intrinsic value um you know this is a five and a five and a half six ounce um six ounces of pure gold in this watch so you're seeing a twelve thousand dollar watch um pretty stable around the average price of forty four thousand I, I don't think it's probably going to go too hot too much higher from here but it is still considered to be undervalued for us um, and it's on an uptrend. This is one of the watches that I would say is just considering those two, um, those two indicators in this in this given at this given time, that's basically as much of a buy signal as you can get from us because it's considered undervalued and on an uptrend. I would say though, if you can do it, aim for it closer to that insider extreme price of thirty-eight thousand rather than going for it at the the average price of 44 because 44 is actually kind of high for this watch and there's plenty there's plenty of iterations of this watch trading out there for less than 38 even so go for it at a lower price if you can get it um, but yeah it's it's definitely there uh, as far as what we would consider to be a buy signal don't do what we say do what you like to do okay what's next the op39 114 300 this price this watch is a really cool watch it's got a blue dial with green indicators around the edges Excuse me, and uh, we saw this watch sadly um, have an insider swing of over a thousand dollars. Now this is a under ten thousand dollar watch, so a thousand dollar move is a fifteen percent move in this case. Um, but on average, and taking everything into account, we saw it only went down just under one percent, point seven five percent. So not that big of a move, uh, but still it did go down slightly. So it's considered at this time undervalued on a slight downtrend. That's another in our in our eyes pretty much a buy signal anything on a slight downtrend doesn't necessarily mean much um, 
if it's been on a slight downtrend for a very long time and it's crossed over major support lines and things like that yeah but this is not the case with this watch i mean it's been on a downtrend for a few months uh this watch was trading around twelve thousand dollars at one point now it's trading around seven we saw it go all the way down somebody got a great deal at six exactly six thousand dollars this this week um and then again taking everything into account the average price was seven thousand this week so uh hey this is for me even though it's steel and i love steel watches and you know even though i love steel watches i also love to make fun of them because i know that they're the spec watches that don't do so well in fear in fear driven environments it seems like the fear is kind of coming out of the market a little bit and uh, this watch is a buy for us right now undervalued slight downtrend for watch quant that's a very likely a buy depending on some depending on the the, the situation okay uh, okay so let's keep going here we have the gmt solid gold brand new gmt with the 718 grnr this one we saw go down a lot so this watch started out at a hundred thousand dollars people were trying to sell it for 100k i think it did sell quite a few times we saw transactions at ninety thousand. we didn't cover it in the first couple weeks because it's hard to cover a watch that has like one sale or two sales out there that you can actually see so now that there's been considerable amount of sales out there we we covered it from the $63,000 level from last week down to the 50k extreme bottom this week now it is trading at an average insider price of 61,000 so for the week the average price was negative three percent not that bad slight downtrend and it's considered right now to be undervalued because there's such an amazing amount of hype around this watch that even though even though $50,000 is quite a lot for a solid gold Rolex watch. Um, that And that's that's the extreme low, right? Really, the, it's actually 61000 is the average price. Even though those are high numbers for a solid gold watch, like a meteorite, um, Pepsi probably trades for less than that, okay? There's more hype for this watch. There's more demand for this watch, meaning like there might be one on the market available, but there's there's been so many more sold over the last 30 days than there are available today there's so much more demand than there is for than there is actual watches available that you have to undervalue this at this price we'll see if it continues downward uh, i can't guarantee it but for us kind of a buy uh certainly at at the lower price if you can get it for 50k um i would do it personally all right let's keep going so we have our audemars pk diver the 15720 ST. This saw a huge extreme down. Again, not not very surprising to us. We've been seeing down moves on the stainless steel APs. This particular watch is very cool looking watch. Um, however, you know, it's a stainless steel watch with a huge MSRP. Um, but given that huge MSRP, you know, it is at the end of the day made of stainless steel. It's worth about $700 intrinsic value. Um, it's badass and it's some, definitely something I'd love to wear on my wrist. At the end of the day, it saw a big down move this week. The insider extreme down move was 37% from $37,000 down to 23. And the average move even was huge, uh, down 20%, almost 21%. So we see the average price today at 31,000, the market price at 32,000 and we have it we have it um still marked as outperforming so why is it marked outperforming and then avoid it's marked outperforming and avoid because of two reasons one outperforming 
it's because the hype is pretty high for this watch. So it would normally be considered overpriced at $23,000 because we don't like steel watches in this environment. But because there was a good amount of hype this week around this watch, lots of people talking about it, um, and a good enough amount of volume and search and liquidity for this watch this week, even though it went down a lot, we consider the price to be still in an outperforming uh at an outperforming level meaning it's it's just higher than it probably should be but it's not considered overpriced but we do have it marked as avoid warning which is our secondary trend um uh, our secondary trend indicator in order to let you know that it is a falling knife right so just because it's outperforming doesn't mean you should buy it uh remember steel ap's for whatever reason at this time we saw we saw one of the ceramics which is a, a, a little bit more beautiful a lot harder to work with uh, stabilizing at the beginning of this list at the end of this list we're seeing um, a stainless steel watch getting crushed um, and it is simply some of these are not super liquid so some watches we'll see you know move one week and they won't move for a couple weeks and then you'll see them pop up on the list again a week later so we saw the ceramic already have its huge moves down now we're seeing this watch which had a prior period of 37,000 hit the bottom at 23 and then bounce back up to 31 so 31k for this watch used to trade probably around 50 it's a beautiful watch but um it is it is it is currently marked as a void warning we will not be buying this watch right now and finally our watch of the week the watch to watch of course not much data on this watch same as the solid gold version it's the gmt master 2 126713 grnr this is the two-tone jubilee uh gray and black um bezel GMT so it's a cool watch it's probably I mean everybody loves the Batman we already covered the Batman everybody loves the Pepsi everybody loves the Coke the old school Coke but look this is a cool watch it's it's when you get up close to this watch it has such um finesse and such a really beautiful just I mean I know we're not supposed to wax poetic about watches here so let's talk about the markets but um Hey man, this watch is really cool when you get it up close. I think that this that it's finally gotten itself to a pretty reasonable level. But let's see what we let's see what the uh, the algorithm thinks. Okay, first of all, Insider Extreme Change forty three percent downs. Why? Because when this watch first came out a couple weeks ago, when it first hit the market, it was trading at forty something thousand dollars. Last week we started the week at thirty nine thousand six hundred eighty five. We saw an Insider Extreme low at twenty two thousand. The average price thirty five. So is 35 high for this price, or high for this watch? No, no, 35 is overpriced. It's a two-tone, at the end of the day, it's a two-tone GMT. And other two-tone GMTs, like the Root Beer, which is a gorgeous rose gold GMT, um, you know, we're talking about the modern Root Beer here. That watch trades around 23, 23,000. So seeing this thing hit 22.5 this week as the low, really not surprising. Seeing the average price, and then also our rating of overpriced, downtrend not at all surprising um, i expect to see the average of this as time goes on the average will go down um, but the extremes probably will not i think that twenty two thousand five hundred is probably the right price it's about what i would want to pay on this watch so that's what i'm going to be looking for personally uh, because i like gold watches but it doesn't have to be solid gold two tones just as cool and listen this particular watch looks cooler than the solid gold version the bezel is killer up close is killer and so if is, is this a buy at the average price we see here at 3500 35,000 no is it um is it a warning no it's not it's on a downtrend which we expect because it started way too high 
and somebody some people really just wanted it so they wanted to be the first guy in the office with it or whatever and they spent a lot of money to do that that's cool but uh because of that we now see it on a massive downtrend and we see it as overpriced if you can get it down near the lows hey god bless you all right so that's our list and that's our podcast thank you so much for joining us that was the week of may 9th uh, week of may 13th through 19th and uh, we've already begun the week of may 20th through the 26th so we'll be covering that on the 26th next week i hope that you'll join us for it keep in mind our podcasts are available on all channels so if you're hearing this somehow on a channel that you don't like don't worry we're everywhere else too share with your friends you can share with them on any channel we are also coming out with our buyer's guides for all of the major collections right now they're all kind of sparse but we are adding in great content we're adding in market stuff trends and uh you know all of our really interesting markers and metrics like uh, some of the indicators around value versus price and some of the indicators around um you know the the hype or the demand of watches over time and the, the way that those are trending and so i hope that you'll enjoy these as we put more and more information in there but overall of course it's really just all about the price where are we at today what's fair what's not what's my major risk what's my major upside at this price and that's really what we specialize in so come on in check out the daytona guide and the nautilus guide we, we have put those out there and um enjoy